0: Praise the Lord. I mean, knows he's worthy of our praise. If everything that hath breath is supposed to praise him, I figure we ought to really do it. Amen. You imagine the birds, the whales, the dolphins, everything that hath breath. Them big old things get up there and spin around and around and jump out of the water and people listen at them and they say, wonder what they're saying. I have a pretty good idea. They're worshiping God. If we could just do it, if a dumb old whale can do it, what about us dumb old people? We ought to be able to do it with all of our hearts, shouldn't we? Amen. It's wonderful for us to be together again tonight in the presence of the Lord. Brother Timothy Pruitt is going to come and speak for us tonight. and wants you to just pull on the gift of God. We just believe that God's going to speak to us. many has a need, a desire, a request in your heart. We know that he's mindful of us, is he not? Hundreds of us gathered here tonight more than that, streaming. So God's the only one that can be able to custom fit a message that would be able to help all of us and be able to minister to us. We believe He's that kind of a God, though, don't we? To make it so personal that you just know that sermon was directly for you and you only and hundreds of others are thinking the exact same thing. Let's just pray together and we'll sing and then ask Brother Timothy to come out. Father, we love you so much tonight. We're so grateful for the opportunity that's been given to us, Lord Jesus, that we could gather together in this place once again. Lord, we've not come to adore some man. We've not come to lift up man, but we've come to worship and exalt your precious, wonderful name. We are so grateful that we're partakers of your divine nature. Therefore, by having your divine nature, we've been given your name to share. So we're asking tonight that you would help us. We've come to bless your name, to worship you, to exalt you. Lord, our needs are many. The things that we go through are many, but yet our God is so much greater. We're Just asking once again, would you come tonight, Lord, as our brother comes to speak to us, may you anoint him, give him the words that we need tonight. May we pull, Father, and know that you're mindful of us. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask it. And the saint said, Amen. praise the Lord. Let's just sing Touching Jesus while Brother Timothy comes. Now remember, no matter how deep we are, how many great things that we think we know, I trust we never get to a spot that we think we know so much that we can't have simple faith to stop the Lord Jesus. And if you're here tonight and you've got a need, you may have a need that'll lay outside the confines of what Brother Timothy has said he to preach on, but you have the ability to be able to touch God and pull him right the direction that you have need. You believe that? Oh, woman, tried so many physicians, yet grew worse. SO to JESUS, SHE CAME, AND WHEN MY CROWD TRIED TO RESTRAIN HER, SHE WHISPERED THESE WORDS THROUGH HER PAIN. EVERYBODY NOW. Jesus is all that really matters, Mean it now when you sing it? Then you're Sing the course with me now.
1: nothing like the touch of the master. Amen. You know, when you look at, I was looking at a painting there back in the office just admiring it. Oh my, I'd love to have that gift. But when a master takes a, a pen or he takes a, a paintbrush, he can paint something that nobody else can. And when the master gets a hold of your life, he can do something with it that nobody else can. There's nothing like his touch. Amen. Amen. I'm glad to be here with you. We're honored to be here with you in the house of the Lord. And I want to bring greetings from our home assembly from our father, Brother Tim. And amen. It's just good to be with you this evening. I'm traveling with my wife and my daughter. And I'm going to ask her to my daughter to come up and sing for you tonight. She's got a song in her heart, something I've asked her to sing as well. So, amen. Just to go along with what we have on our heart tonight. Amen. The healer hasn't lost his touch. He's still got it. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen? Amen. 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 So you can be seated as she sings.
2: Say, you don't see miracles these days, and I see some broken ones just waiting for their answers to come to those who've grown.
1: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Amen. How many can testify of that tonight, Amen. He hasn't lost His touch? Amen. Amen. If you have a need, why don't you just lift it up to Him as we go to p- Him in prayer? Father, Lord, we believe we're stepping in a moment predestinated by You, Father. You've seen this service, Lord. You knew who would be here, the heart's need and the heart's cry. Lord, we just believe, Father, you're still the healer, you're still the deliverer, you're still the satisfying portion, everything that we have need of, you have, and so much more. Lord, you're not just enough, you're more than enough. Lord, tonight, we just commit this service to your hands, everything to be said and done for your glory and for your honor, Lord. We just ask you to move in your own special way. Touch every hand that was lifted, every need behind that hand, Lord. We just commit it to you, Lord. We remember, Lord, Sister Erica tonight, Lord. Been on our hearts real heavy this week and just in prayer. Just looking for you, Lord, to move in a mighty way. Because you're that kind of God and you do those kind of things. We commit this time to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's turn Turn to Luke chapter 9 and verse 12. It's good to... It's good to be here with you this evening. Amen. Lovely place that you have here. I believe this is the Lord's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. Amen. We're thankful for what God has done for you and given you this wonderful place to worship Him in. And, and uh, you know, I know sometimes people think, well, you know, well, I don't know if we'll have the same services we had in old church. You know, we went through those same things. But let me tell you, It'll be even greater and even better and even more. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Brother Jackie. Good to see you. Amen. Real hero of mine. Amen. Luke chapter 9 and verse 12, it said, When the day began to wear away, then came the twelve and said unto him, Send the multitude away, that they may go into the towns and the country road around about and, and lodge and get victuals. For we are here in a desert place. And he said unto them, give ye them to eat. And they said, we have no more but five loaves and two fish, except we should go and buy meat for all these people, for they were about 5,000 men. And he said to his disciples, make them sit down by 50s in a company. And they did so, and and they made them all sit down. And he took the five loaves and two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed them and break, and gave the disciples to set before the multitude. And they did eat, and were all filled, and there were, was taken up of fragments that remained to them twelve baskets. Amen. God bless you. can be seated. I just want to take for a thought this evening, just a moment, on the healer hasn't lost his touch. Amen. 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 I, in the scripture reading, we read of quite a miracle that took place. We... Uh, Look at the setting where they were in the desert and away from a place that they could easily, you know, after service or somewhere, go to a McDonald's or whatever and get something to eat. And they were, they were hungry, and the disciples were looking around to what they could give, and they found five loaves and two fish. And we know as he took those five loaves and two fish, he began to take them and break them apart, and he began to multiply them, feeding 5,000, amen, plus. But, you know, what a miracle. What a miracle that God could bypass uh, the, the growing and the baking and, all, all, you know, the fish get, coming to birth and growing up to, to a certain size and catching it and then cooking it. But he bypassed all of that, and he began to break off, and as he would break it off, another one would appear. You know, and he, you know, what a miracle that was. And I, I just want to put to my, put to the thought today that he's still in the miracle working business. Amen, it doesn't matter who says he can't or it doesn't matter how many says he doesn't do it anymore or it's all gone or it's all in the past. That doesn't make it so. He's still in the miracle working business. Amen, you know, Brother Brandon would talk about that because he faced that giant in his day of, of the days of miracles are past. And he said the days of miracles is not past as says the theologians. If the days of miracles is past, the day of God is past because God is a miracle. Amen. He said when the day when they say the days of miracles is past, when the days of miracles is past, the day of God is past, for God is miracle. Certainly, the days of miracles will never be past. Never was and never will. So, doubters say, "Well, you don't see many miracles anymore." There, you know, many have been waiting for a long time for their answer to come and you know, in those moments of waiting, those are some of the hardest times that you can go in. Amen. But don't get weary because if if you'll hold on in due season, you're going to reap the benefits of what his word says. But he says, you know, I I read this scripture today and I I put it here this evening because in Habakkuk 2 and verse 2, it said, The Lord answered and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come and it will not tarry. Amen. So there is a vision that's been put forth before us that we can read in this word. Amen. If you need healing tonight, there's a vision for that. By his stripes you're healed. Amen. Amen. All, all, all of your sickness he's taken care of, he's already paid the price for all of it. Amen. And so we have a vision. So if you can take that vision and realize it's not just a vision for yesterday, but it's right now in the day that we're living in, it'll give you strength to run on the journey that the race that you're running. Amen. And so I I was looking at this word wait and, and wait means to remain in a place of readiness. It's not just sit there and twiddle your thumbs and act like nothing's going on, but to remain in a place of readiness or in an expectation that something is about to happen. Amen, and I, I believe that's where we should be, amen, as we wait for the Lord to return. We're waiting not just in the a, in, in a tearing of, of just going along life's journey and looking over here, looking over there. No, we're waiting, expecting that any moment, any time, he's going to return again. And so if you need healing tonight, you need to be in a waiting place and an expectation that it just takes a touch. It just takes a moment. It just takes just a moment of his touch and it can all be over with. I've witnessed it too many times in my life and I've seen it happen so many times. You can go through years of sickness but all of a sudden you'll reach a place when that vision of that time of fulfillment is to come. Amen, it will not tarry but it'll take place. Therefore, you must be in a time of expectation that any moment, any time, any service, any moment, God's going to move. God's going to change it. God's going to undertake. God's going to answer. God's going to heal. God's going to deliver. Any moment, I'm waiting for that time. Amen. Maybe your sons and daughters are out there away from God, but you need to be in a moment of of waiting, not, not just in a time of giving up, turning around. In due season, I'm going to reap. In due season, it's going to come to pass because God's word will not fail. We can read in Isaiah 40 about this weight. He said, in Isaiah 40 and verse 28 He said, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth? I love how it puts that the everlasting God. So, in other words, this God and his word will last longer than your sickness. Amen. He's the everlasting God. I know sometimes sickness acts, it feels like it lasts forever, but it'll not outlast our God. Amen. It'll not outlast our God and his word that is spoken. He's an everlasting God. He'll last. Amen. His word will remain. It'll stand there until every cancer is defeated, every disease is defeated, every sin is defeated. This God will last. Hallelujah, not only will this God last, but you're made to last. Hallelujah, I can read you of a time of a woman that come before Brother Branham under a nervous condition, and he's speaking to her, and he says, look, he said, that thing's got you down. He said, but I'm here to tell you, you're going to last. I about about ran around my house on that one. Amen. That devil has been in some of your ears saying, I'm going to overcome you. I'm going to take you down. I'm going to defeat you. But what you need to do is take the word of God and his word says, those that are alive and remain, I am going to last. I'm going to last past sickness. I'm going to last past trials. Come on, somebody. We are a people that's built to last. Amen. I think about in the last days, perilous times shall come. Last days for who? Come on. It ain't my last days. It ain't your last days. But I can tell you whose last days is for. It's the last days for sickness. It's the last days for disease. It's the last days for sin. It's the last days forever demon of hell and while you're shouting on the hills of glory you're going to outlast them hallelujah he is the everlasting God hallelujah he is the creator of the ends of the earth and he fainteth not praise the name of the Lord this God doesn't give up He's not got to 2022 or 23 and given up on his promises. Giving up on a bride without spot, without wrinkle, giving up on his promise of a healer. No, sir, it doesn't matter how many more diseases come upon this earth. He's still a healer. It doesn't matter how many, how many things we go through, he's still a deliverer. He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. He fainteth not, and he, neither is he weary, and there's no searching of his understanding. And he giveth power to the faint. So, maybe you come into the service tonight and you feel weary and you feel faint. Well, let me tell you, there's some power for you to get up and take another step, to get up and fight another battle, to get up and stand against that devil of hell that says, I'm going to take you down, I'm going to defeat you, I'm going to pull you down. No, you're not, devil. I'm going to last past all of your threats, past all of your things that you put up on this earth. I'm going to last. Some of you just need to wave your hand and say, devil, I'm still here. Hallelujah. But the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail. Amen. But they that wait upon the Lord. Not wait upon a good doctor's report. Not wait upon some, something to fill their symptoms of filth. No, wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Amen. But we go through seasons of waiting. Many times we find ourselves in a season of waiting you know, we're waiting to come out of a hard situation or, or help in a certain situation or maybe some financial strain or something. But no matter what season, there's all kinds of seasons of life, just like there's seasons that we go through. Amen. You know, in Louisiana, you can go through all four seasons in one day. And sometimes that's the way it is in the Christian life. You can be on a mountain, boom, down in the valley, just like that. Amen. You go through a lot of seasons, but it doesn't matter what season you find yourself in, he's still God. Amen. Don't get your eye off of that. No matter where you find yourself, maybe you find yourself battling a sickness or or battling a spirit or, or battling depression. He's still God. Amen. Amen. You may be waiting and you may be but listen, the the times of waiting are never wasted. God is working things out in your life. He's moving. Listen, as that song says, when you don't see him working, he's still working. You may not have felt him in a long time, but he's still God. And he's still moving. He's still answering. He's still touching. He's still orchestrating. He is still God. Before too often we get frustrated with God because things are not happening on our timeline. You know, therefore we know, we think we know better than than he does and we get impatient. And in that, it leads to depression and anxieties and fears. But God is in control of everything that is happening. It doesn't matter what's going on in this world, he's in control. He raises up kings, he taketh down kings. He's in control of it. Amen. He's in control of every season of your life, every moment of your life. Ecclesiastes Ecclesiastes 3 and 11 says, he has made everything beautiful in his time. (laughs) I know we want our time and we want it to meet, you know, we're we're living a very fast age right now and everything, you know, needs to be very quickly and we want it very quickly. You know, got to have a microwave, got to have this, it's very quickly. And if it ain't quick enough, then we get frustrated. (laughs) but God wants us in his time but in his time when the vision is to be fulfilled you can line every devil up and it will not keep it from coming to pass hallelujah when it's time a vision to be fulfilled for someone's healing you can line every devil in hell up and they'll not keep it from coming to pass but it will be fulfilled it will happen just like he said Psalms 31 and verse 15 and 16 says, My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hand of my enemy, from those that pursue me. But whatever, my time is in your hand. We read it just a while ago in Habakkuk 2. The vision is for the appointed time. Ecclesiastes 8 says there is a proper time and procedure for every delight. Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 says there's time for everything and a season for everything. Galatians 6 in verse 9 says, let us not become weary and well-doing for in the proper time we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. Right. Am I talking to some people tonight that's not gonna give up? Amen, God's not gonna give up. He's not gonna give up on his promises. He, he will fulfill them every time in his time, but he's looking for somebody that'll stand there no matter how dark it gets, no matter how gloomy it gets and say, it's God's word and I'm holding on to it. Amen. It's in his time, no, but no matter how long it's been, or how much time has passed, God is still God. He is still on the throne and he hasn't lost his touch. What he did yesterday, he still does today. He's still the almighty. He's still the same yesterday, today and forever. His power is still showing up. It's still healing, it's still delivering. See this right here, this is a testimony right here. He's still healing, he's still delivering. Just Saturday night in the prayer line, that week I've been suffering with this shoulder for years and years. I couldn't hardly lift it up. And I, and I would you know, go to raise my hands and I'd have to move it around just to get it up. And like that, and so in the prayer line, I was kind of behind in the back a little bit and Brother Ron looked at me and said, go to the front. I go to the front not knowing what's going on. Brother Ronnie Long is standing at the very front. He lays his hand on my shoulder and the voice spoke to me and said, have him pray for you. I said, Brother Ronnie, Lord just said, have you pray for me? My shoulder is bad and I need healing. He began to pray and he said, Lord, you know, just last year, I had the same problem in the same shoulder and you healed me. <laughs> Hallelujah. What he did then, he still does today. He hasn't lost his touch. He's still the same God with the same power and the same authority. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how dark it may seem, how impossible it is to get a hand up. It does not matter as long as you just keep putting it up and saying, God, I'm going to praise you. No matter what's going on around me, I'm going to worship you. I'm going to glorify you. I'm going to give you praise in spite of my sickness, in spite of my struggle, in spite of all that's around me. I know that you have the answer and you can touch me and it'll be over with. He hasn't lost his touch. Just a few weeks ago, i just drop this in. <clears throat> a few weeks ago, I was, well, let me back up. A couple years ago, I actually was looking into going to business. Had it all planned out, had it all figured out. And things seemed to be falling in place. I was on my way up to see, uh, Brother Ron's to preach for him and went by his house for Saturday is when he was having Saturday evening and Sunday evening service. And so I was preaching both services. Went Saturday to his house for a meal. Saturday night he'd come and he, he said, boy, it's going to be a good weekend. You know how he does. I said, boy, I said, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. He said, for you. I said, oh, my, you know. And In my mind, I've got these plans, right? And I thought, wow, you know, I know he had spoke to different ones about businesses, and this is what I'm looking at and expecting. We get up on the mountain on Sunday afternoon there before, went up there for lunch before the service Sunday evening, and, and he, we we're looking, looking over this beautiful landscape, and, and uh, he pulls me aside, he said, this is the place, and he begins to talk to me, and he said, you know, I talked to this one, Brother Aiden up there in Ohio, and I talked to this one over, and God has blessed them. He said, but that's not you. And I hadn't told him anything about what's going on. But apparently somebody else did. <laughs> and he said, I went, yesterday after you left my house, I went to take a nap and said, I couldn't sleep, went to my office and the Lord just spoke to my heart and said, tell him, don't go into business. That's not, who, what's, that's not his lot, but he's a servant of mine and I will take care of him. Amen. <laughs> And you know, I, that, that, I've seen things change very rapidly was I, as I watched it and, and God just began to provide and things began to move in a you know, good direction. It went on for several years, but just a couple months ago, I saw things begin to turn the other way. See, you go through seasons of your life, but God's wanting to test you to see if you really believe what he said. If you really believe that was God that was speaking to you, he's going to test you on it. It can come from a man or it can come from this book. God will test you if you really believe what he said. Amen. So I began to watch things very rapidly deteriorate, you know, financially and things. And I was just, and then my wife has been going through some issues health-wise and all kinds of stuff going on. And so just a couple weekends ago, it just accumulated to a point that I just come to a breaking spot. And I just got, got through leading the singing at church and I went to the back and I just said, Lord... I don't know what's happening, but help me right now to not move from what you have said. Help me not to get bitter about it. You know how the devil is. Why can't you do this? How come you can't do this? You got talent. You can do this. What about the job you left to go minister? Look what they're paying now. All kinds of things going through my mind. (laughs) And so I'm, I'm, I'm just coming to this moment. Well, Monday morning, I get up. And the day goes, and Sister Ruth are taking a walk with some of the girls, and come back by the mailbox, grabbed the mail, come in the house, and and handed me an envelope. And I said, "Wow, what's it?" And I looked at it, opened it up. It was a card, nice card, and it said, "Just just a note of thanksgiving to someone who touched our lives." And I don't remember exact right here. Don't have it before me. And said, and I opened it up. And said, "Just take this as a gift of appreciation." and I flipped that over check over, it wasn't just enough, it was more than enough. <clears throat> you know, Brother Donnie, I got to realizing, I hadn't been home on Friday, hadn't been home on Saturday, and we got to realize the mail hadn't even run yet on that Monday morning. That check had been probably in there, already in the mailbox, while I was crying out to God, while I was in my nervous process, while I was having a question, while the devil was talking to me, the answer was already in the mailbox. And the whole time, no doubt, when God was saying, just go to the mailbox. Just go out there. And I was bypassing, you know how you are. I don't like going to a mailbox because there's always bills in there. But now it's kind of changed my mind about a mailbox. Amen, but it was already laying there and I thought, God, how many times are we crying out and wondering and frustrated and it's already in the mailbox. There's a love letter that's been wrote to you and it's got promise after promise after promise. Just go to the mail. Open it up and say, God, I accept it right now. I take it as my home. This is my inheritance. His power is still showing up. Let me read you a couple testimonies really quick. Nerves are still being healed. Pain is still leaving bodies. God hasn't lost his touch. Broken bones are being put in place. No surgery needed. Just recent things that have taken place. Amen. Pain leaving people's bodies. See God hasn't lost his touch. I know what he can do I've felt it I've witnessed it and I've found him faithful I've seen him move He hasn't lost his touch he's still the unchanging God He still restores he still heals he still redeems and no matter how many doubters say it ain't so, I still believe I still believe <laughs> There's something about the touch of a healer, of the healer. Let's read about it really quick in several scriptures here. You don't have to keep up with me there, but if you want to, you can. Luke chapter two, uh, 7 and verse 12. So when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. Could you imagine the pain? And much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, weep not. And he came and touched the buyer, the casket. And they that bare him stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And he delivered him to his mother. Listen, if I had a son or a daughter that was out and dead and sin and trespasses and iniquities, I would not give up. Because he knows exactly where they're at. And all he's gotta do is come and just touch them. We just had a man come just a few days ago. Amen, he said, listen, he said, I had no desire to come back to God. I had walked away from the house of God. I had no desire to come back. He said, but I went to my office and I laid down for just a moment to take a nap and I heard a voice saying, this is your time to come home. And he said, I jumped up and I came home. He's still that kind of God. I would not give up on him all it takes for him to say it's your turn it's your turn maybe he's touched somebody in this service right here tonight it's your turn you've been backslidden away from God and dead, it's your turn Matthew 8 and verse 3 said Jesus put forth his hand and touched him saying I will be thou clean and immediately the leprosy was clean Touch, just a touch. Amen. Matthew 8 and verse 14 said, Jesus came to Peter's house, and he saw his wife's mother laid sick of a fever, and he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and ministered unto them. Matthew 9:28 said, When he came to the house, a blind man came to him. And Jesus said, Believe ye that I'm able to do this? And they said unto him, Yea, Lord, and then touched he their eyes, and the court accord, said, according to your faith be it unto you. And their eyes were open. Just a touch. Genesis 32 and verse 25 said when he saw, talking about Jacob, when he saw that he prevailed not against the angel, he touched the hollow of his thigh. And we know what happened. And from that moment, he walked different. He had a name change. It don't take years of repentance, it just takes a moment and you'll walk different, you'll talk different, you'll act different, just from being in his presence and him touching you. Oh God, may he touch somebody tonight. Daniel 8 in verse 18 says now as he was speaking with me I was in deep sleep on my face toward the ground but he touched me and he set me upright and said behold I will make thee know what shall be in the last end of the indignation for at the time appointed the end shall be. But we all go through as I've been saying seasons of life times where God seems so far away. You know, winter seasons, honestly, is not my favorite season of the year. Some people love it, but, but listen, you don't change seasons. What happens, you adjust to them. You can't change a season if you wanted to. So you put a coat on, but you put that coat on not expecting to wear it forever. Amen. You don't expect it to stay that way forever. Amen. Because seasons don't last, they change. Amen. Seasons don't last, they change. The good news is about winter, spring is on the way. Suddenly it's spring and the season has changed and you don't even know how you made it through winter. But all of a sudden flowers are blooming, trees are blooming, birds are singing and it's spring again. You might be in a time of winter right now, but don't worry, you're not going to stay there. It's going to change. Amen. Listen, God don't leave you there always, but suddenly things can change. Suddenly sorrow can turn to joy. Suddenly, amen, Chains can fall off and freedom be released. Suddenly you're barren and the next day you're full of life. I understand healing is a process, but there's a time healing becomes suddenly, becomes the day. I mean, you can go months and it'd be healing, and all of a sudden there's a day and it's over with. I mean, when we know a miracle, it can just be just boom, it's done. Same both, but God works in both. I'm not trying to diminish any of them. They're all God. And how God wants to orchestrate that's up to him. But suddenly things can change very quickly in your life. Amen, it just takes a touch. Amen, where's this word at? Well, let's read about it. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. It said, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, there were days leading up to this, but suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house that were are sitting. Suddenly, one went from being a denier to a preacher of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Follow the Holy Ghost in power. Amen. We can read in Acts chapter nine and verse two is Saul, who became Paul, but he's on his way to Damascus, and the Scripture says suddenly there shined around him about a light from heaven. So, one moment he's on his high horse; the next moment he's on the dirt. I want to tell our critics, suddenly things are going to change. You might be on a high horse right now and you're carrying out threats and persecution, but let me tell you, it can change very quickly. Amen. 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 And he fell to the earth and he heard a voice saying, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecuted. And he said, arise and go in the city, shall be told what to do. It changed very quickly. Very suddenly, just a touch. Acts chapter 16 and verse 25, it says at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, now this wasn't exactly the time they really felt no doubt like praising God. It wasn't that they just came to this spot and they thought, man, things have been going so good today. I feel like lifting up my hands. And I, no, they had chains on. They had been beat. They had went through a lot of problems and persecution. But Paul was sitting over there by Silas, and he looked at Silas, blood running down his cheek, and he said, Silas, I feel like praising, praising him. Wow. <laughs> There ain't nothing that'll turn a devil on his ear. Like someone who's been through the mud on a Wednesday and been through trial after trial and been through problem after problem, but all of a sudden they say, you know what? I'm gonna look past all of that. And I'm gonna sing praises to my God and I'm gonna give him glory and I'm gonna give him honor and I'm gonna give him what he deserves. <laughs> You want your chains broken? Go ahead and start praising him. You want deliverance from yourself? Go ahead and lift your hand and say, I praise the mighty name of Jesus. And suddenly there was a great earthquake and the prison was shaken and immediately, same word, all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. You know why? Cause two on a Wednesday night said, you know what? I feel like praising God. It doesn't matter what I've been through. God's been with me. It doesn't matter how low I've been. God was still there. It doesn't matter the sickness I've been dealing with. God's been with me. Why shouldn't I praise him? Why shouldn't I glorify him? It'll not only set you loose, it'll set everyone loose. It's got scripture for it. Immediately, your season can change. A touch can change. Come in just a moment. Matthew 8 and verse 2 said, Behold, there came a leper and worshiped him. He didn't just worship him after being cleansed. He, he was a leper, hurting, hurting skin rotten, and he worshiped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thy clean. And immediately his leper, leprosy was cleansed. Mark chapter 1 and verse 29 says it like this. And forthwith, when they come out of the synagogue, they enter the house of Simon and Andrew and James and John, but Simon's wife, mother, lay sick with a fever. A nun, they tell her of him. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And immediately the fever left her. Amen. a Blind Bartimaeus, he had his moment. Jesus come walking through. There was critics that was around him. There was all kinds of people saying all kinds of things. And blind Bartimaeus said, who is that coming? They said, that's Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, sorry, scumbag. Ain't nothing but an illegitimate child. Jesus! Glory. Glory. Have mercy on me. Amen. Oh, come on, man, you, you need to just keep quiet. You know, he can't do nothing. And listen, I done heard what he's done. Glory. Blind Bartimaeus said, look, if you was blind as I am, you would want to be with him as well. You know, it's it's a paradox that a blind man had more revelation than people that could see with these eyeballs. Amen, but he knew he had to get in his presence. And they began to try to tell him, sit down, shut up. You're making too much noise. And he said, the scripture says, he hollered even that much the more. Because he knew this is my opportunity get another one this is my moment and i may not ever get another one god if we could have that same desire that same passion this is my moment and i may not get another one have mercy on me and i love he said jesus stood still brother Branham talked about he said he said that cry stopped heaven your cry All stops heaven. Listening to your cry. Amen. Amen. You know, I know it seems like it takes, you know, it's been a long time. Things have been, went a lot longer than we expected. A lot, of the, heaven heard it on the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The answer's on the way. The answer's on the way. Don't, you know, don't get out of line for your miracle. Yeah. Amen. The answer's on the way. And he went, he went and said, Jesus has called for you. You know what he did? He cast away his garment. I like that. You know why he cast away that garment? Because he knew he was going to go and he wasn't going to have to come back and be a beggar no more. He knew he was going to go to Jesus and it was all going to be over with. That was the faith that was in this blind man. He said, well, I don't need this garment no more. I don't need it no more. And he throwed it away. Listen, he wasn't there to worship his feelings, worship his problems, worship his situation. He was there to worship one thing. And that was Jesus Christ. We know he was healed. The woman having the issue of blood. Spent all of her living on the physicians. Couldn't be healed of any. Came behind him and touched. So you have a touch too. It's a touch of faith. She pressed through all of those critics, all of those others, and she was there bleeding out, about to die. And she pressed through all of it. She said, if I can just touch. And she touched him, and immediately her issue of blood stopped. My God, the God that we serve is a powerful God. We can read about Paul of Peter as he went to the gate called Beautiful. And there was a man there begging arms and he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give out of thee. And they took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Amen. Amen. This God is still in the healing business. and just a moment, things can change. <laughs> just preach on this and just interject a little bit of it. But Israel got taken into captivity. And we know the scripture in Psalms where it says, we couldn't sing the songs of Zion no more. It said because, you know, we was taken out of our land of promise. And there just wasn't, we had to put our harps on the willow tree and, and all of that. But, you know, there was a time that they were there, but there was also a time they left. Amen. Yes, sir. See, God raises up kings and he'll take it down kings. He allows things to rise up and he tears them right back down. Amen, if a wall, he'll allow walls to come around, but then when he's ready for somebody to be set free, he'll tear walls down. Amen. Amen, and we can read about it. When they got released, it said in Psalms 126 and 1, it said, when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Yeah. It was like we was in a dream. This is so good, it feels like I'm dreaming. Yeah. And it said, then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongues was singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord hath done great things for them. Amen. God had done so much that it had to make the heathen testify. Amen. Amen. The Lord hath done great things for them. The Lord hath done great things for us whereof we are glad. He's turned again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams of the south. And they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Amen. You've been sowing in tears, don't worry. There's a touch coming and you're going to reap in joy. You've been going to bed crying, but in the morning, joy comes. It comes. It's a refreshing from the presence of Almighty God. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing in the sheaves. Listen, God is not interested in you just having one little seed. He's interested in you having a harvest of seeds. So you've been bearing this seed of promise, and you've been bearing it with tears of of weeping, but all of a sudden it's changed. And the change comes by the touch of the master, and it goes from weeping to joy. And it goes from one seed to a harvest. Hallelujah. I'm looking at a people that is reaping the harvest of God's blessings. And let me tell you, it's only just beginning. It's only just beginning. I would say, God, pour it out. Pour out your healing. Pour out your deliverance. Pour out the Holy Ghost. Pour out your Spirit. Pour out the unspeakable joy of Almighty God. And let it so fill our hearts that it's not just a trickle, but it's a gusher of the Holy Ghost pouring down into our lives till it changes every father it changes every mother it changes every child it changes every one of us till we take that moment of that body change Amen. Psalms 30 and verse 1 says I will extol thee O Lord for thou hast lifted me up and has not made my foes to rejoice over me O Lord my God I cried unto thee and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive, that I should not go down to the pit. Sing unto the Lord, O you saints of his. Give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness. For his anger endureth for a moment, but in his favor is life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> joy cometh in the morning and in my prosperity I said I shall never be moved Lord by thy favor thou hast made my mountain to stand strong thou didst hide thy face and I was troubled I cried unto thee O Lord and unto the Lord I made supplication what profit is there is my blood when it goes down in the pit shall the dust praise thee shall it declare thy truth hear O Lord have mercy on me Lord be thou my helper But thou hast turned my mourning into dancing. And thou hast put off my sackcloth and girded me with gladness, to the end that my glory may sing praise to thee and not be silent, O Lord, my God. I will give thanks unto thee forever. <laughs> Just one touch One touch of the master, one day sinners, the next day saved sons and daughters of God. One moment sick, the next moment healed. One moment lost, the next moment found. We have been brought back to the land of our father Abraham. It is a land of faith. This we are in the season for impossibilities to be made possible. Because we serve a God that does the impossible. One touch of the master's hand, and it can be all over. Amen. Got just a few more minutes. He says here, what are you looking for, sir? That back trouble you had has left you now. It's over now. Wow. I just caught something in this vicinity. I tell you, somebody sitting right there is bothered with a nervous condition. It's a demon oppression, is that right? It's all over now, it's left you. You just got healed a few minutes ago. Oh my. He said, you sister, something must be done. You're full of tumors. Tumors are something in you, raise up, is that true? Have faith in God, your tumor will live now. Sister, you believe with all your heart, you feel better now, don't you? Is here here on the side of the seat? Yes, yes ma'am, it's over now, you're well. It's just a touch. It's just a touch. He said, I don't know you. Do you see that? Look here, brother. Look here, right over here. Here's, look at that yellow emerald light. That man's suffering. He's in bad shape. It's a nervous breakdown he's going through. You're a nice man. You got a good family, a bunch of children, about five. Have you got a prayer card? Oh, you don't need one. It's all over now. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. It's all over now. You can go home and make a living for your family. Your faith has made you whole. I say, let faith loose this morning, this evening. Let it rise in our hearts to believe God. I just need a touch. Amen. Think about the day and what a day is going to be at that great wedding supper. We look across the table at one another. Oh, God, just slip a little handshake over there to another soldier. Tears of joy run down our cheeks. Then the king will come out in his beauty Wipe all the tears from her eyes and then say, don't cry. It's over now. There'll never be no need for more healing campaigns, no more restless nights, no more wheelchairs, no more graves, no more sickness. Oh, what a great day that's going to be. And you'll hear him say, enter into the joys of the Lord. I long to hear that on that day. Look at this. He's bringing us down. We go back. What he did before, he still does today. Amen. And he hasn't lost his touch. Amen. He showed it in the scriptures there as he would feed those 5,000 and he would tear off a piece of bread and another one would take its place. He'd tear it off and just keep multiplying and multiply and, and feed where they had baskets left over showing he's Jehovah Jireh. He's not just enough, he's more than enough. He knew exactly how many people was there and he knew exactly how much food it would have took. He wasn't bad planning, he was showing, I'm more than enough. Hallelujah, I'm more, I'm not just enough, I'm more than enough. If you need healing, I'm not just enough, I'm more than enough. If you need deliverance, I'm not just enough. I'm more than enough. And he comes to his death, burial, and resurrection. We find him a few days later as two's walking on the road to Emmaus. And they're trying to make sense of all of this. Well, what? I, I thought he was the Christ. I thought he was going to deliver us. I, I thought this was going. To, we, the Romans are still here. And they're talking about him. And Brother Brandon said, you know, when you talk about him, that's when he usually draws nigh. All of a sudden, out of the bushes, one just steps into the path with him, begins to walk. And they don't even recognize him. Because he's not in that same old, wore out, tore up body. (laughs) He done been changed. And he's walking there and they don't recognize him. And he begins to expound to them the scriptures. And they said, You know, yo, you have little Have you not heard? And he begins to go down through the scriptures, showing, showing, showing. And they come to their house. And he made as if he's gonna go on by. How many times has he done that in the service? He makes as if he's gonna go on by, but somebody reaches out and says, No, I need you tonight. I want to hear more what you got. I want to see more of what you're saying. Something, something been burning in our hearts. And they compelled him to come inside and he began to talk to them. And the scripture says, he took the bread and as he broke it, it opened up their eyes. Now, pardon me. I don't feel like it was a certain way he held it and it was a certain way he tore it. I believe when he tore it, Another piece took its place. (laughs) (laughs) They said, ain't but one can do that. Any man can hold a piece of bread. Any man can tear it apart. But there's only one I ever seen that could tear it and another one take its place. And it opened up their eyes and he vanished from their sight. Let me tell you, he was showing them, I'm still the same yesterday, today and forever. And let me tell you, healing is the children's bread. And he's here tonight to tear off a piece and hand it to you. And Don't worry, he's got more. And he tears off another piece and he hands it. He's got more. He's not just enough. He's enough for every person in this building. He's enough for every person on stream. He's enough for every person around this whole world. He is more than enough. He has not run out of bread yet. He's got a piece for you. You need joy, he'll tear you a piece off. But he's got more joy. You need healing, You tear it off. But he's got more healing. You need deliverance, he'll tear it off. But he's got more of it. He's more than enough. And he's got you to this evening. I know y'all been in a big string, in a big battle, but he's more than enough. I got a word for you the Lord gave me. Isaiah 3 and verse 10. Say ye to the righteous... How I many righteous. Well, Brother Timothy, I don't feel, ain't got nothing to do with your own righteousness. It's the lambs. Say ye to the righteous, it shall be well with him. Hallelujah. For they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Let me tell you, Church of the Living God tonight, it's going to be well. God's got this battle. He's got this situation. He's got your struggle. He's got your sickness. He's got your problem. He's got every situation in your face. He's got your children tonight. He's got your financial situation. He's got everything. And he said to say to you, it shall be well. Hallelujah. It's going to be well. All is well. All is well. I Heard the message alone, and all is well. God has got your battle. Stand still and see the salvation of God. God's going to open a way where there seems to be no way. And you're going to rejoice over your enemy. It shall be well. I pray there's somebody who grabbed that promise tonight. Amen, that's more than just words. That's more than just words, but that was in the mailbox. Hallelujah. It's been there already. When you've been crying out and you've been crangling before God, it's already there. It shall be well. Oh, if I was you, I would press through little lily. I would get past that old mud that's trying to hold you down. And I would press into the sunlight of Almighty God and say, God, I want to give you praise. I want to give you glory. I want to give you honor. Because I know you've got my battles. I know you got my struggles. I know you're not just enough, but you're more than enough. And it shall be well. Woo! It shall be well. <laughs> he said, oh, Brother Timothy, we feel like we're surrounded. You are surrounded, but there's more for you than there's against you. But around you is chariots of fire and angels of fire that's lighting this building. He has heard your cry and he's come down to deliver you. If you want to accept it right now, I want you to stand up and just lift your hands. Raise your voice to the King of Kings. It shall be well. Amen. Hallelujah. I hear chains falling. I hear demons squeaking squeak their brakes. They're beginning to scream, They're, help me. They're starting to believe, help me. They're starting to believe. It shall be well. it was already in the mailbox it was already there for me and God has provided it and he showed me tonight he's not just enough he's more than enough and I accept him right now oh blessed be the name of the Lord Satan you want to come with your fears you want to come with your anxieties and worries and get us all stirred up and stewed up but we don't come to you in our own feelings we don't come to you in our own abilities but we come to you tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ away with you in your gloom away with you in your anxieties and fears but Lord let the presence of God fall upon our hearts and upon our lives and break these chains around us we can walk out and freedom and deliverance. Because a healer hasn't lost his touch. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the saving business. He's still moving. He's still ne- touching every need and every heart and every life. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, let a hallelujah come out of your life. Let a thank you, Jesus, come out of your life. Amen. Praise Him before you ever see one rock falling, one sand moving. But He's already spoken. It shall be well. Hallelujah. It's already done. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless your mighty name. How wonderful you are, Lord. How mighty you are. How great you are.
3: Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. Jesus, there is power. Oh, yes, in the name of Jesus, oh to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. I got I feel no evil at all Cause I've got business. Son, God in the Holy Ghost, God all three in one. Oh, yes He is, and I know God is God, God don't ever change, I know God is God, and Jesus is His name, He's God. Son, God in the Holy Ghost, God all three in one, I know God is God, God don't ever change, I know God is God, and Jesus is His name, He's God when you're in the valley, He's God on the mountaintop. is his name he's God if you love him he's God if you don't he's God if you serve him he's still God if you won't oh Lord God is God God don't ever change God is God and Jesus is his name
4: If some people's got something to testify here. Somebody ought to testify. Oh, somebody ought to testify. For God I live, for God I die. Somebody ought to testify. Somebody ought to testify. Oh. I fell down on my knees and then I cried to God in prayer I thanked Him for His blessings and named them one by one But most of all I thank you God for what you've done Somebody ought to testify Oh, oh, Somebody ought to testify Yes, if I my life when i was down in despair i fell down on my knees and i cried to god in prayer i thanked him for his blessings named them one by one but most of all i thank you lord for all that you've done somebody ought to testify oh somebody ought to testify made pillows for my hand to lay somebody ought to testify
3: shall believe the report of the Lord. His report says, I am healed. His report
0: your name tonight father we choose to believe his reply no you don't know like i know what he's done for me you don't know like i know what he's done for me praise the lord well has it been good to be in the house of the lord
1: Amen.
3: well you don't know like i know What he's done for me Come on, tell me now You don't know like I I know know What he's done done for me You don't know like I Like I know What he's done for me What the Lord has done for me Let's sing it now You don't know like I
0: Worship you, Lord God. You. Hallelujah. We, God. we bless your name,
3: Father. Jesus, Messiah. Yes, Lord God. Name above all names. Thank you, Lord. The blessed Redeemer. Amen. Hallelujah.
0: Jesus, rescue for
4: sinners, yes, Lord, the ransom from heaven, hallelujah, Jesus,
3: Messiah.
4: Sin. Thank you, Jesus. Who knew no sin. Praise the Lord. That we might become. Yes. His righteousness. His righteousness. He humbled Himself. Thank you, Lord. And the veil was torn. Love so amazing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord.
0: jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus hallelujah we worship you lord we bless your name lord god thank you father thank you father
4: My Hallelujah. redeemer is faithful and true yes lord everything he has said he will do every morning, every morning. His mercies are
0: new. Are so new.
4: My Redeemer,
0: Redeemer is faithful and true. Oh, let's just sing it together as we worship Him. Saints, my Redeemer is faithful.
4: Road I've
3: traveled,
4: I see so many times how you carried me through. Oh, it's true, Lord. So true. And if there's one thing I've learned in my life, yes, Lord. heart rejoices when Storm. I read His promise.
0: When Your promise, O oh God,
4: there is a place that I'm prepared just for You. Just for You. And I know I'll see my Lord face to face. face, to face. Cause my, my Redeemer, Redeemer is faithful. Oh! Ah. He has proved his love for me. Yes, you have, Lord. When I lack the understanding, that's right. How you give more grace.
0: My Redeemer is faithful and true, so true. My Redeemer is faithful and true. Hallelujah. Lord God, we worship you tonight. Thank you for being faithful true thank you for sending your word tonight lord we believe it will be well hallelujah we worship you lord jesus thank you for this service thank you for our brothers submitting to your presence to your leading lord we believe many lives were touched and changed by the power of god oh jesus may you go with us now father Keep us by your grace and your mercy. We love you so much. And we can say, Lord, without a shadow of a doubt, nobody loves us like you do. We had a good mama, good daddy, friends, family, but nobody loves us like Jesus does. We're so thankful that we have experienced that great love. Bring us back again, if it be pleasing to you on Sunday, Lord. And we just look more of that bread that you broke off tonight. We'll believe there'll be more for us here on Sunday. And then on Wednesday and on Sunday and on and on and on until one day you'll break off a piece and hand us and say, today is your body piece, your body change. Eat it. Take this bread and eat it and come up into a glorified body with me. We worship you, Lord God. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Can we sing it together here as we go? Thank you, Lord Jesus. How I many can say it's been so good to be in the house of the Lord? Praise the Lord. Morning.
3: I see you in the sunrise every morning. Every morning. It's like a peace. Like a picture, you've made it for me. A love letter in the sky.
0: Oh, I like this part. Story. Oh, yes. I could have had a really, a really different story.
3: Take it now, Hallelujah. Oh.